You're listening to St. Pius X Catholic Church in Lafayette, Louisiana. Thank you for joining us. From our first reading, if he gives his life as an offering for sin, he shall see his descendants in a long life, and the will of the Lord shall be accomplished through him. He shall see his descendants in a long life, that would be us. And the will of the Lord shall be accomplished through him, and we know what the will of the Lord is. It is his plan of salvation. It's always worth repeating that anytime we see the will of God in sacred scripture, we can insert salvation or plan of salvation because that's God's predisposition and his intent is our salvation, his love for us. And so we hear in our gospel reading today, Jesus was fully aware of what was about to happen fully aware that he was going to be crucified, that he was going to suffer, that he was going to die. And he goes through the process, so to speak, of having offered his life to God. And that goes back to last night a little bit in the garden. In Luke's version, Father, let this cup pass me by. That's why he says, hey, I got to drink the cup that the Father has in our gospel reading. But not my will, your will be done. Not my human desire, my will, but your capital W will, your divine plan of salvation be done. A prayer that I've studied many times and I will readily admit to all of you that I have never been able to make it with a whole heart. Never. I can think of some deal breakers. I can think of some things that I will not tolerate. I haven't fully given myself over to God. Jesus did. And as we see what was required of him, then we can also be not afraid. Be not afraid and not to be ashamed of what our sins have caused because that's not what he wants. He wants us to respond to the gift of his love, grateful for the love that has been shown to us. Jesus said yes every step of the way up Calvary. It was an act of the will, the same act of the will which we are able to make. Every time he was spat upon, do you love them that much? Yes. I will do the will of the Father and I will love my neighbor, we being his neighbor. Yes, Father, I love them that much. When I was beaten, yes, Father, I love them that much. When I'm, nails were piercing my hands and my feet, yes, Father, I love them that much. When a spear went into my side, yes, Father, I love them that much. And again, we need not be ashamed. What we need to be is grateful. And we need to respond. During Holy Week in both the daily masses I had, I mentioned that as we enter into this triduum, that being a Christian is not a spectator sport. In other words, we can't hear the story of Christ and his willingness to offer himself. And then simply say, thanks, Jesus, we appreciate the gift. We are called to participate in his life of salvation. Jesus gave his life in the garden. He offered it to God. And so are we asked to say yes. And that was part of last night and it's part of today. Is our recollection in our lives of giving ourselves over to God in his plan of salvation in whatever 
it may be. And whatever it may be. You know, obviously I've had a lot of time to reflect over the last eight weeks, particularly after the surgery to my knee. And I had to go through some of these processes and I look back and I kind of laugh what God has taught me about so many things, including your love and the love of everybody around me and keeping me going. But in the need for surgery, the first thing that happened after, like I said, a freak accident, don't know how it happened, don't know why, the meniscus tore. The first thing is going to the doctor, getting tested, and he says, that's not going to heal. Not by itself. Can, can I do physical therapy? Can I do? No, that's just not going to work. Unless you want to live with a limp for the rest of your life, it's not going to heal. I was helpless. There was nothing I could do about it. There was no way that I could manage the rest of your life with that injury. And so I had to get over some fear and some trust. And the other part that we think of today is that a question I want to ask many doctors when they suggest a surgery is, hey, have you been through this? Have you had the same surgery that you're recommending? When you're telling me, hey, it's a routine surgery, it may be routine for you, but it's not for me. <laughs> right? Well, let's look at our second reading because that's why Jesus came. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who has similarly been tested in every way, yet without sin. Jesus knew this dynamic. Everybody talks about John's gospel being, you know, John the theologian, all the high theology. John's is very earthy. Remember the one passage that always sticks out is Jesus would not entrust himself to them because he knew all too well human nature. So if it's a spectator sport and we're watching him do it, we're like, okay, well, step back. I'm not going through it unless you go through it. He went through it. And that's the love that he has for us. And that's the love to which we need to respond. And so I had the surgery. I got over the fear. I trusted the doctor. He was outstanding. And as we, after the surgery, my knee was dead. They put in a brace. I wasn't allowed to move it. It had to stay still. I begged. I begged. Do I have to sleep with that thing? You know, can I take a shower without it? You know, because it takes a long time to take a shower when you got to keep a brace dry. No. Be still. Be still. Recognize the healing. Just stay there for a minute. Just stay there for a minute and be still. And in that, and we're going to end there with the knee, because we're actually going to talk about it tomorrow night, because that's where the knee was. It was in a tomb. And we'll talk about what new life in Christ really means, because everybody thinks it's that Easter joy and the glitter and all the fun. The new life may not be so easy. That's not the promise. Promises that will be given new life and that that life will result in the great joy of the resurrection at the end of this life. 
But for now, we have to look and say, okay, what are we called to do? Give ourselves to God. Not part of us, not one element of us, not this part of my life. We're called to give everything. But we still have fear. We still don't trust. We still are unable to maybe allow in our free will to say, okay, God, it's all yours. The prayer that I promise you, I still can't make. I'm working on it. So I have to remember that we're works in progress. That's why we do this every year, is to give more and more and more and to see the new life that comes from it of true goodness. Last night, we spoke about the Eucharist. When we received the Eucharist, we talked about how he was strengthening the apostles before they were going to see this, and they still scattered. There were works in progress, I guess, until Pentecost. And even after that, they would say they were still works in progress. But as we receive the Eucharist today or any day, we are receiving the body of Christ. And the old question is, are you receiving the risen Christ or the crucified Christ? The answer is both. And when we make that act of faith to receive Christ and to be strengthened, we receive his crucified body as well. The suffering that sufferings that we may have in this life, knowing that somehow, some way, just like Christ, it is helping in the salvation of the world, our world or the world of those around us. And then we offer it up, right? We've heard that term used so many times. We offer it up, knowing of the glory that is to come if we allow Christ to work within us. Today is the only day of the year where we look at the cross without a savior on it. We don't reverence a crucifix. We are going to reverence a cross. And the significance of that is when we look at the cross, that is our mission, whatever it is. Mother, father, child at the moments in our lives, priest, deacon, whatever it is, whatever goodness Christ wants us to bring, the cross is our mission. And sometimes for us, the cross can be, can be quite pleasant. There are wonderful things that God has given us in his life. Sometimes not so much. We equate cross with mission. Our mission of salvation and doing God's will. Whether difficult or whether easy, whether pleasant or whether unpleasant, regardless of what it is, that's what we do, is we live in the mission of the cross. And we offer ourselves for whatever may come our way for the salvation of a world just like Jesus did. We're going to talk about new life tomorrow. What does that look like? Some things a little bit humorous, something serious about the knee. You can see I'm still recovering. New life is coming to it every day. Many of you have mentioned you're walking much better than you did before. And the answer to that question will be yes. It's not in the tomb. <laughs> it's coming to new life. But takes a little bit of work and a few things that have to happen in order for it to be restored. You know, one of the funny things about it is I use often medical metaphors, not that we need to give doctors any more of a God complex than they already have. <laughs> Sorry, doctors, it's an old lawyer doctor thing, you know. My knee won't be the same. It just won't. the divine physician would make it better than it was before.
That's the difference. That's where the analogy fails. But let's look and see tomorrow when we, the new light, the new life, which is better than the life that was before after the divine physician is able to heal us. And we'll come full circle on Divine Mercy Sunday, the Sunday after Easter, to talk about the apostolic church and the sacraments and how those give us life, a better life. And that new life, that new life is the life worth living, is the life that Christ taught, is the life that we all desire in our hearts. If we would only be not afraid, offer ourselves to God and allow him to do with it what we need in order to live in the fullness of Easter joy, the fullness of life in Christ, the fullness of his peace. Let's pray for that today. And as we reflect between today and tomorrow, when Jesus is in the tomb, maybe we put ourselves in the tomb. Maybe let's be still. Maybe let's see where God is asking us to offer more. Things that bother, agitate us. Things that we know need to change in heaven. And allow God, allow God to transform our minds and our hearts and our bodies in order to carry our cross, to fulfill our mission, and to be in true union with him.